When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister Lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. I'll take you up to 3 o'clock before we hand things over to Toby Altizer. Programming note for you in about 25 minutes or so, depending on how the calls go. I have a guest stop by the program. Our pal David Harrison, host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, set to join us. We'll ask his thoughts on what we're tossing and turning over right now. We know how important the decision is at quarterback this offseason for the Washington Commanders. It's the biggest decision that this franchise has had to make probably in my lifetime. This this decision, the way that they handle quarterback, could drastically impact the long-term outlook of this franchise. For good, for better, and for worse. So they got to get it right. That's why you love that all of the leaders at the top are on the same page. You love that DQ and, and Cliff Kingsbury are on the same page. You love that Adam Peters is on board with all of it. That's what you need. And I keep saying it. In order to draft a quarterback number two overall, you must have universal, unwavering conviction that this guy is going to be the one that turns things around for you. You got to. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. You got to be, what do I keep saying? Beyonce, crazy in love. To go out and select a quarterback number two overall. There can't be any hesitation. There can't be any doubt about what the kid could end up being. And that's why the organizational structure here in Washington was so vital, was so important. Because in years past, we've seen the scouts go out and do their hard work over the six months of the season, and then come draft day, boom, ownership overrules the decision. Not this time. Not with this regime. Not with this group. But the one thing that I say, no matter which direction they end up going at quarterback, no matter if they decide to trade up for Caleb Williams, no matter if you decide to stay put at number two and draft a guy, no matter if you decide to trade up back into the first round for a young quarterback, hell, even if you go out and say, you know what, let me give up something for Justin Fields. Let me sign Kirk Cousins. No matter what you do this offseason at quarterback, there's one guy on the roster that's already under contract. His name is Sam Howell. If you want to reverse the fortunes of this franchise, if you want to get out of the abyss that this team has been the past 20-plus years, you must promote competition at every single position. I can give a rat's ass if Jaden Daniels won the Heisman Trophy. Did he do it in the National Football League? Did he beat out Sam Howell to earn the job? That's what matters here. And to me, that's where we're at right now. So all of you fans and folks out there who are willing to Open your mouths and write off Sam Howell. Okay. I used the real life example and scenario earlier. In this life, man, you don't always get it right in your first act. I'm a walking testament of that. I've made numerous mistakes over my life. Does that mean I should have been written off and not given another opportunity? That's not the way America works, people. Especially not professional sports. Because at the end of the day, if you're him, you're him. And it's going to shine through no matter what the scenario is. But I keep saying it. Look at what Atlanta did last year for Desmond Ritter. That's what it looks like when you're really trying to lean in 
to developing a young quarterback. The exact opposite of what Washington did this past offseason. Atlanta goes Bijan Robinson, Matthew Bergeron. Washington goes Emmanuel Forbes and Quan Martin. It's just two teams living different. That's it. That's all. Question is, 1-800-636-1067 is the number, right? Should Sam Howell be given the ability to compete for the starting quarterback job next year? That's all I'm going to ask. And I think the answers that you'll give me will tell you how much you know. Andy's in Sterling. What's going on, Andy? Lanell, my brother. How you doing? All right, man. Once again, man, you are the one lone voice in this vast ocean of insanity. I love your take, buddy. I agree on your opinion that there has to be competition at every position, especially quarterback. Uh, Once again, all these clowns in this area that are willing to write off Sam Howell as a possible starting quarterback for the commanders. Once again, let's leave it to the people in the brain trust to make that decision. Exactly. And like you said, unless there are Beyonce-like in love with one of those three guys, don't make that pick. Trade back, pick up, pick up as many uh, draft picks, draft capital as you possibly can. Uh, there are too many holes on this team. Now, having said that, the one young quarterback out there that I really like uh-huh. that's going to be overlooked, who has more experience at the college level, and who I think is more NFL-ready than any of these guys, is Bo Nix. I like you that. could probably pick him up in the late rounds, or, or late first round. Um, now, having said that. Andy, Andy, let me cut you off for a second, Andy. I, sure, brother. I, if, if you go look at some mock drafts out there, I think NFL talent evaluators are a lot higher on Bo Nix than maybe some media members are. Oh, okay. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see what ultimately happens there. But I'm with you. I like Andy, and I appreciate the call, man. I got to let Thank you go. Thank you, man. Appreciate I, it. Andy, I like quarterbacks, I like athletes that have had to deal with athletic adversity, as I like to call it. That's why I'm all in on Jaden Daniels. You got to think about it. Jaden Daniels was at Arizona State. Jaden Daniels had to transfer to LSU. Jaden Daniels had to win the job at LSU. And then he goes out and wins the Heisman. I love that. Bo Nix had to leave Auburn, had to come to Oregon to have his success. That's why I like Bo Nix. He's been through something. A lot of the times in life, man, whether it's sports whether it's at the office with your regular coworkers, the people who have been through something in this world, they have a why. They have a deeper meaning as to why they want success and to why they want to be great. And ultimately, that's why I think competition, you got to have it at every position. Let's go to Chudy out in Gainesville. What's going on, Chudy? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, man, I haven't heard you this fired up since uh, Bill was finally traded and <laughs> going through all of that issues, man. But... But, yeah, no, listen, I I support Drake May. I would love to draft him, but I'm with you. I, I love Sam Howell. I like the potential he has. I like what we did with him and what he could have meant. I don't believe in writing him off. I do believe that if you, if you roll with Sam Howell and say that he wins the QB competition, I would hope that all the draft picks that come in, say, in the second round of the free agency, are in contingency to Sam Howell being your quarterback, meaning that you get him his own line, right. you get him maybe another weapon, you get him a tight end, and then he can ball. Even though I believe in Drake, man, I think he's going to do well, and I think he fits this team. I haven't given up on Sam. I didn't like the fact that people were getting ready to say, oh, he's done, he's a bust, we got to move on. At this while, at the same time, with all the plethora of holes we had, and you know, exactly, you know, I think that Sam deserves that shot. And if he were my quarterback next season, I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd be like, okay, let's see what he can do after a full year under his belt with a better offensive line and all that. And I think that if you want competition for Sam, who better than his successor at UNC, Drake May? Look, it, 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 it would make for a situation, right, Judy, where there's there wouldn't be friction within the locker room. You would be able to have that genuine organic competition that I'm that I'm clamoring for. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure, Judy, I appreciate the call as always. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Chris, if we can, when we get back, we'll re-rack the Mike Florio audio for you because he sparked an idea within your boy. Knowing the big-time decision that Washington's going to have to make this offseason at the quarterback position. Are you writing off Sam Howell? Do you think Sam Howell deserves the opportunity to compete for the starting quarterback job? That's next here on The Fan. 
Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We know the quarterback position and the decision Washington has to make there this offseason is going to have a long-term impact on this organization. It's going to have long-term ramifications on the future of this franchise. 110%. No matter which route, no matter which avenue, they decide to go down. And I'm going to be different here for a second, right? You got your glass. About to say it again. We're at the mercy of the evaluator, people. We begged, pleaded, cried, moaned, you name it, to get this organizational structure finally here in Washington. Ownership, head coach, GM, all being on the same page. That's what I've craved for my 26 years of existence. That's what's lacked here in the 2000s with this team. And it felt damn good about 18 months ago when we knew that Dan Snyder was going to start the process of selling this team. This is what we were looking forward to. wasn't so much about Dan just getting out. It was about what we could potentially be post-Dan Snyder. And I think the start to this offseason, you couldn't have drew it up any better. You just couldn't have. Number two overall pick. 80-plus million dollars in cap space. The best talent evaluator on the market wanted to come to you. You got chose. You were the girl at the club that didn't have her makeup to the side that they wanted to bring home. It was you, Washington, finally, right? And no matter how the head coaching search went, understand, understand that they've built a rock star staff. And they got to be on the same page, though, especially when you're making a decision at quarterback. So like I said, we're at the mercy of the evaluator. My preference for those of you that don't listen to me regularly, this is my preference, right? My preference is if they believe Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in this class, you give up heaven and earth to go get him. But as I also said, if you don't have that type of universal conviction throughout your organization about a prospect, you do not take him with the number two overall pick. You just don't. There's so many other options you can exhaust that you don't force something at two if you're not all in for it. So I understand if they want to stay at two and take a guy. I understand if they want to trade back into the first round for a guy like Penix or Bo Nix or Spencer Rattler. You name it. Just not J.J. McCarthy. But I I get that. I get if you want to give up a third or a second to go get Justin Fields. I get if you feel like, hey, Throw some money at Kirk Cousins. I get all of that. But at the end of the day, no matter what they choose to do at quarterback, this offseason, OTAs, minicamp, training camp, that position has to be rooted in competition. You cannot go far anointing someone a guy. It just don't work like that. Not in life, not in football. Do you have a problem with that as fans? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Would you have an issue if Sam Howell was given the ability to compete for the starting job.
come training camp. Let's go Tommy in Ashburn. What's going on, Tommy? Hey, Linnell. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more with what you said about Sam Allen. You, you sort of quoted chapter and verse. The Philly games, mm-hmm. the uh, the Denver game. We saw what this kid can do. Uh, I think at one point, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe halfway through the season, he was on pace to be sacked or be hit more than any other quarterback in history, something like that. Yep. So no wonder this kid, this kid was beat up. He was beat up at the end of the year. As you say, you put a good supporting cast around him like Atlanta did around Desmond Ritter. Hell yeah. I think he, I think he's certainly serviceable, and I and absolutely he sh- he should be able to compete against whoever they bring in. Thanks a lot, Linnell. Tommy, appreciate the call as always, my brother. I think, and look, this is not me going out here saying Sam Howell or nothing. That's literally the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying you got to compete, man, at every position in the National Football League if you want to create a sustained winning culture. If you want to be in that championship conversation year in and year out. It starts with preaching competition. And I used the old example earlier. I need it all throughout the building. I need the trainers competing for who's taping ankles the fastest. I I need the damn cooks in the kitchen competing for who's got the best ribeye. I need the janitors competing for who cleans the stalls the best. That's what the great organizations in pro sports do, people. That's what matters. Let's go to Kevin out in Locust Grove. What's going on, Kev? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I agree with you 100% about Sam Howell. I think he needs better help, a lot better help, especially in the offensive line. Um, and But he's got pretty good receivers and running backs around him, in my opinion. Um, I think he ought to work the running backs a little bit more. But, uh, no, I think we ought to give him a shot, really do. You want to bring in a quarterback at number two, fine. But uh, don't throw him to the wolves. You know, give him a shot. Let him compete with that guy, in my opinion. Thanks now, for the call. Now, Kevin, does it matter who they take it to? Is there someone out there where you're like, nah, just give him the job? No no circumstance that you just anoint someone. No, not in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think agree I don't with care you. what the situation is. You don't, you know, you, if you take somebody, whoever you take, you got to like them. But that doesn't mean you give them the keys to the city. 100%, Kev. I appreciate you tapping into the show as always, my friend. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. And the reason I asked what I asked Kevin is because if you hear me if you hear me talk about Caleb Williams the last week or two, I probably sound like I don't want Caleb to compete. I actually think for Caleb to reach his full potential, he may have to sit for a couple of games or maybe even an entire season the way Patrick Mahomes did. Let me tell you this. Pat Mahomes does not turn into the quarterback that he is if it was not for the infrastructure in place in Kansas City. And say what you want. Listen to your favorite local pundits, your favorite national pundits. If there's anybody out there who thinks there's a better landing spot for a young quarterback right now than Washington, you're full of yourselves. Vince is in Fairfax. What's going on, Vince? Oh, hi, Linnell. Uh, thanks for taking my call, too. Yes, I listen to you every day. Great show. I appreciate you. No, uh, what I want to say about Sam, first of all, uh, as badly as he regressed towards the last half of the season, I'm still convinced he has his best football ahead of him. And, and a couple of reasons. I saw him the first time, really, the first exhibition game. I'd never seen him play before. Mm-hmm. And he just jumped right out at me. Was that, was, that Carolina? was that Carolina last preseason? Yeah, Carolina. Yep. And I watched him in preseason. I mean, watched him during, before the game started. And I'm saying, this guy has something different than we've had before. The footwork, the, just, the, uh, just everything about him set him apart. And if people remember, he played great during the preseason. I remember the Baltimore win yep. where they ended there, and he, he starred in that. It was only at the end of the season last year that everything went to crap. And, you know, you can call it coaching malpractice on some levels, offensive line, <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah. But one thing about him, he has the skill set, except, and he has the professional demeanor and the smarts to, to learn from it. And that's why I think he could succeed if given the chance this year. There should be competition, no doubt. But he has certain things that with the proper coaching and support, he can can be a long-time starter in the league, no doubt in my mind. Vince, Uh, I agree with you 100%, my man. I feel the exact same way. I appreciate the call. I think one thing that, and I said this a lot going into this year, 
So this is my second time getting to cover an NFL training camp. The year before that was my first time. And this was when Sam Howell was a fifth-round rookie. The team had just traded for Carson Wentz, and Taylor Heineke was still a part of the equation. For 13 straight days out in Ashburn, Sam Howell was the first guy on the practice field. Do I need to repeat that? As a fifth-round rookie. For 14 consecutive practices, Sam Howell was the first guy off the practice field and the last guy off the practice field. Because each and every damn day, he was working with Ken Zampezi post-practice. So you know his shortcomings isn't because he's not willing to put the work in. You've never had that question with Sam Howell. Never could question that. But I can agree, like, after going back and looking at the season from a bird's eye view and not being in the week-to-week business with this thing, when you go back and look at it, like, it wasn't all bad last year for Sam Howell. There were some damn good bright spots. And, yes, the way that he finished down the stretch was tough. And, yes, when Jacoby Brissett was brought in, right, the offense functioned a hell of a lot better, it felt like. I give that all to you. That's all fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, we can't seriously talk to each other over the phone, look at each other in the eye, tweet at each other, and say that Sam Howe was put in position to succeed. You can't do that. If you're going to do that, you're ignoring what the hell went on this past season. And I'm as big of an Eric Biennemi defender and backer that there is. But like I said earlier, when you're looking at it week to week, right, When you're looking at it week to week, it's easy to go, yeah, bro, Sam's just not it, bro. But after getting back to look, after getting the opportunity to go back and look at the season for what it was and not having the emotions of a game next week, if I had to grade Sam Howell last year, I give him a B minus. When you think about the circumstances that he was thrust into, I'd give him a B minus for how he performed. I thought it was commendable. Yes, he struggled down the stretch. But that doesn't, that doesn't take away what he did at the beginning of the season. I want to hear from you guys, though, man. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Should Sam Howell be afforded the ability to compete for Washington's starting quarterback position next year? More of your calls next year on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Y'all are excited about talking quarterback, I see. That's what's moving the needle here in our nation's capital. It makes sense when you think about 
the massive offseason that we're in the midst of right now. Free agency gets cracking in about a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. Then you got the NFL draft. And then phase one of the offseason programs getting ready to start. So buckle up. We're going to be hot and heavy talking Washington commanders for the next couple of months. And right now, I want to go down, I want to go down an avenue that I feel like a lot of people are scared to go down. And it's not that they're scared. Everyone just has their preference, and everyone gets hooked in on what their preference is. Not your boy. Not your boy. I've told you all multiple different times what Linnell's preference, what Linnell's preference is for the NFL draft. If the Washington Commanders love Caleb Williams the way I do, I would move heaven and earth to do what it takes to trade with Chicago and get Caleb. That would be my preference if I was the commanders. And still, with all that being said, Caleb Williams would have to come to Washington and unseat Sam Howell as the starting quarterback. That's the way I'd run my organization. That's the way I would run my franchise. You must preach competition at every level of your organization. It matters. It's why the good teams are great. It's why you see the same teams perennially competing for championships. They've got a culture and a a way of going about things that they've established. I love Joe Witt's line that he used the other day. He said, man, look, some people ain't willing to live this lifestyle. It just is what it is, man. It takes a, a, a deranged man to go out and succeed in the National Football League. For those of you out there who who weren't fortunate enough to play past Pop Warner or, or even to play past high school, I'm telling you, it takes a sick, twisted individual to go out there for 60 minutes and bang your head against someone else's, man. There's a certain mentality. There's a certain cloth that you got to be cut from to succeed in the National Football League. And I think that mentality and that mindset starts at the top. And it's why it's so important to preach competition, even at the quarterback position. Let's go to Rami out in Falls Church. What's going on? Long time no speak, Rami. What's going on, man? It's been a while. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. (laughs) I I was on hold for a a minute, so I got five points. I wrote them down. I hope you let me get through. Yes, sir. There we go. So I appreciate your sentiment of, like, only move up if you love the person. But I think this is kind of a mindset we've been stuck in. It's a kind of based in emotion. Do I love this person? Do I believe that this guy will succeed? I think we should do plan Bs, right? We should only do what we, we can do with like the most paths to success, not just pick the best path we think to success. So, you know, I think alternatives like getting um, Harrison Jr. and Bo Nix, you know, and then yeah. have Bo Nix co- compete with Howell might be an option or, you know, I hear Jaden Daniels, Jay Daniels is straight. I don't think we should move up because then we're pigeonholing that there's only one way to success. Right. And then I also think um, there's maybe an issue if we get May, like they have, a, he has a relationship with Howell. So that might infl- uh, hurt the competition between them. Hmm. Right. It's not just like random people competing. Like they well, have Rami, a big, Rami, let, strong... me, let me say this. Let me say this though. And I, I've been through a scenario like that, man. I remember my freshman year of college competing to be the backup defensive tackle on our team. Me and my roommate, both D tackles, both in the same room. It honestly brings the most out of the competition. Cause you know, Hey, look, man, even if I do whoop your ass and take your job, you're still my boy afterwards. I hear you, but, like, you, you, maybe in your example, you came out an equal playing field, but Howell was the older one of May, right. so I don't know. I maybe you. you're right. I hear you. And then la- lastly, um, you know, quarterbacks generally aren't ready. You know, I don't want another, um, uh, you know, um, Jason Campbell, right, or, or – um, Who's the guy who kept his his butt kicked right before Patrick him? Ramsey. The white dude, Patrick Ramsey, <laughs> right? I don't want to Ramsey this dude, right? right? So if we're if our team is not ready for a new rookie quarterback, then we don't do that. We need a plan to success. You know how uh, Tyson said everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face. Sure well, do. I want multiple plans <laughs> so we can get mu- multiple punches in the face and still succeed. <laughs> I like the way you put it, Rami. All right, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate the call as always. One 1067 Let's get to Paulie. Out in the seven five seven. What's going on, OG? How you doing? Brunel, what's good, man? Hell to the W. Hell to it. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Hey, look, that sounds good, the competition thing and all that, but, bro, you drive a quarterback in the second spot. You know what I mean? You don't owe Sam Howe competition for nothing because there's a reason why you're drafting a quarterback in the second spot. Now, now if you're telling me, you know, uh, you got a, 
a proven veteran, then maybe yeah. If, if Brissett was coming back, then maybe yeah. But not for Sam Howell, man. You know, um, I wouldn't be mad at them. I was telling the your producer, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really be mad if, if they did went and signed Kirk Cousins for Paul, a three-year and, and deal. And that's why you my dog, man, because you honestly have a wide range of opinions. You get yeah, that if you, saying, put Kirk, you get, if you put Kirk in the right scenario, we've seen what he could do. But listen, because I'm saying is, you could go a different ways. You can go with this. Like I was saying, I wouldn't be mad if they draft if they signed Kirk Cousins to a three year deal and drafted a quarterback yep. at two, yep. or if they drafted a quarterback in the back of the first the first round or whatever, and then you had that guy say a Michael Penny mm-hmm. compete with Howe for the backup spot. You know, because you look at the you look at the blueprint of of successful quarterback succession plans, and it comes out of Green Bay. Yep. Preaching, I mean, preaching. it comes out of Green Bay, and, and and you even can say it came out of Kansas City. Yep, with the um Alex Smith to um Pat Mahomes, you know. But I don't think you have to owe Sam Howell anything if but you Paul, have a guy. Thing, too. Paul, it's not about owing Howell nothing. It's just proving to the rest of the guys on no, the I, roster that you got to compete. But listen, but them guys know though if you can draft you. a second round, it's like this: who who does CJ Stroud beat out? Right. right. Who did Justin well, Herbert? Well, well, hold on, Paul. No, he he competed with Davis Mills in the preseason. That that was a real it's thing. That was, that they actually it. did compete because D'Amico know what the hell he's doing. You seen David Mills play? Well, of course. <laughs> but my point <laughs> is, they didn't. You talking about David Mills? They didn't beat out a, a veteran star. I was about to say, who did uh, Justin Herbert beat out? Herbert was horrible. But didn't he beat out Tyrod? Was, was it Tyrod? That no, was he didn't the guy? beat out Tyrod. Remember Tyrod had an he injury. Had Remember lung. he had, a, he had that the puncture lung. lung. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then look at Tua. Two of didn't even beat out Fitzpatrick. Remember, when they benched Fitzpatrick, they was on like a four or five game winning streak. Just compete for the playoffs. I remember. No, listen, they was on a winning streak when they benched Fitzpatrick for Tua because they knew Tua was their future. Yeah. So it was about getting that guy at two and protecting him, protecting him and building him at the same time. Look, it's nature over, over nurture to me, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what. That's all. But like, you could go many ways with this. But I don't think just because we got a front office and all that doesn't mean they're going to make the right decisions. For a sure. lot of teams have a good front office uh, structure and make the wrong decisions. It does. You know. So I, 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 I like to see them take the quarterback they take. You know what I mean? And just build around them. For sure. You know, build them up. You know what I mean? We, we made a mistake last year. Like you, you said it yourself at the beginning of the season. Man, we got three good running backs. Why are we not running these guys? Mm-hmm. Protect your quarterback. Gotcha. Especially when you have an offensive line and your defense is giving up 30 points a game. And that was the problem was that a, I hope it, gets it was, fixed. It was a recipe for a disaster for the quarterback. Paulie, I appreciate you as always, my brother. I think, w, I think Paulie hits it on the head, too, with the defense. That's another part of this equation that kind of gets lost here. I don't think anyone anticipated the defense taking the step back that they did. What I call them during the season, they're like a deadbeat daddy. Telling you what they're going to do and then not doing it. We'll continue to take your calls on this, though. I'm fascinated to hear the voice of the DMV on this. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. No matter which direction Washington decides to go at quarterback this offseason, should Sam Howe be afforded the opportunity to compete for the starting job next year? Your call's next here on The Fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. 
Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Christian, we're looking at me coming back from break. Like, are you going to start? I'm not going to lie, man. I don't know if any of the fans out there agree. Some people do when they tweet at me. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's the hardest intro. It's the hardest rejoin in the game right now, man. Sometimes I got to sit back and just vibe out to the death of auto-tune instrumental, man. But we did have that guy on Friday say uh, there's some Living Color song. Yeah, well, that cult of personality, baby. I'm telling you. (laughs) A lot of different ways you can go, man, but. Uh, definitely appreciate you all tapping in. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We're talking all things quarterback here, man, because that is the conversation that will dominate these airways over the next couple of months. There's a big-time decision to be made. And as I keep saying, and I want you all to understand and be in agreement with me, there's so many different avenues they could go when it comes to the quarterback position this offseason. Pick up your glass, folks. Give you a second. We're at the mercy <laughs> of the evaluator, baby. It's my slogan for the offseason. It just is. We got to get T-shirts made for that. Is, is that possible? Is, is CK out there listening, driving around in the vehicle right now? Can we, can we get that on 1067thefan.com? Can we get that on the Breaking T site? I want a Linnell Willingham owes me a beer shirt. <laughs> well... I damn sure don't know anybody a beer. Leave that to leave that to JP. But no, I look, the quarterback position this offseason, as I've said all show long, whatever way they go, it will have long-term ramifications on the future of the franchise. It's a big, massive decision, which is why I think because the decision's so great, I really don't think you should pigeonhole yourself into one option. Because there's so many options available, all of which can work. And I think watching the Super Bowl, guys, you really should have been opened up to this. There's not one way to build a championship organization. There's not one way to reach the promised land. It's not a one-size-fits-all situation. There's so many different ways you can go about it. And it brings me back to the track record of our general manager, Adam Peters. When you look at his track record, he's constructed two championship organizations in San Fran. Both of them ended up losing to KC. But the common thread between those two teams, they had quarterbacks that weren't first-round picks. Porn star Jimmy Garoppolo and Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. By the way, did you see Jimmy G got popped for PEDs? Yeah, I saw it was something about a medication he'd been taking, though. Yeah, it's I don't probably think to it keep was... that damn jawline as, as stiff <laughs> as it is. I don't think, like, if you just see the headline, you're like, oh, man, he's been juicing. But then when you hey, hey, read, you, like, the you, first paragraph, it sounded on. like he was taking some medication for something else, and something in that medication triggered that. Well, so. well, I'll tell you what. If you watched any Las Vegas Raiders football this year, you would not accuse Jimmy G of, of, of juicing. I guarantee you that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it's one of those things where he technically ended up breaking a rule, but I don't think he was particularly like this. Isn't a guy that was taking steroid shots in his butt? You know, this well, is this is like he took some wrong pills, oh, 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 and he oh, should oh, have oh. been smarter about it. Hey. That's what it sounded like to me. So yeah, maybe he was trying to. You know, he's got the tannest skin in America. Maybe he was taking like tanning pills or something. Who knows? <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jeremiah in Fairfax. What's going on, Jeremiah? Hey, Leno, how you doing today? Good, Thanks for having me. Hey, I'll be honest um, with you. I'm, I'm happy to hear from you because 
Jeremiah's a Patriots fan out there, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, regular so caller. this ain't no biased opinion. This, isn't this is biased. just how someone in the league sees it. So a lot of the stuff's already been said, but I'll just start with this. I kind of feel like, which obviously at some point you might have to, picking any quarterback might not be the best idea until you get this O-line fixed. I said to your producer, mm-hmm. if you have – uh, a hole in your ceiling and it ruins your carpet, you're going to fix the hole before you get a new carpet. It doesn't matter how good the carpet is. <laughs> I like, like that, Jeremiah. I'm about to write that down. <laughs> and Sam Howe has looked at times this season better than any quarterback that's been here pre-COVID. So, you know, not to accuse anyone, especially not you, but it kind of comes mm-hmm. off as a spoiled fan base who wants a quarterback for so long, and then when you might have him, but he's about to break the league record for sacks, you just dismiss him after one year. No, that's not the guy. Like, you prayed for this for four years. Give it longer than, you know, one yeah. season. And if you are going to bring in Caleb Williams, I feel like he'd need a veteran to develop behind because I, I heard you earlier, you said that's what Mahomes had to do in Kansas City. He had Alex Smith to develop behind, and Mahomes has given Alex Smith credit in sure. his own interviews. So I feel like Caleb Williams would need someone besides how maybe bring back Jacoby, but I don't know if we're really going to call him a long-term successful veteran. He's an okay quarterback, but, you know, he's not yeah. – but, 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 Jacoby but, but Jeremiah, your starter let, at the beginning of the season. Let me, say, let me say this, Jeremiah. The one thing, and I agree with the Alex Smith comp. That's why I brought it up. I think the Alex situation, it helped that he was good and able to play. But that's not the only way that you can help develop a cat is by being good. Oh, no, not it's at all. It's about the not habits that he, that, he, that he displays and shows during the week. I agree with that. But so if you don't want to go the veteran route, it goes back to what I said originally, at least have the O-line. Right. So I know I'll end it with this because I know probably got a lot of calls, mm-hmm. and I don't even think this might be the right choice, but it's at least something to talk about, put it in people's minds. Mm-hmm. Would it really be so crazy to trade down a spot or two, get some picks, and get Joe Alt? Just saying. Maybe like yeah. you need the O-line to be fixed for any quarterback, any quarterback. But thanks. That's all I had to say. Yes, sir. Uh, have a good show. Jeremiah, appreciate you tapping in as always. Joe Alt's interesting, and I'll be honest, I think, you can have your pick of the litter when it comes to the top tackles in this class. I think Alt, Fashanu, um, I'm a big fan of Joe Morgan out of Arizona. Uh, I like the kid out of Oklahoma State, out of Oregon State, excuse me. Uh, the kid Fontenot from Washington. It's a really good tackle class. Mims from Georgia, J.C. Lathrop from Bama. It's a damn good tackle class. So much so, and I said it a couple of weeks ago if you were paying attention, the tackle class in this year's draft is so rich that I think you could trade up and get the quarterback of your liking if you're Washington and still have enough premium capital to get two starting tackles. That's how rich I think this tackle class is. Let's go to Pat Mechanicsville. What's going on, Pat? What's going on, Lamel? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hey, man. I, you know, like I say, comp- competition is a good thing. Um, I don't I don't have no problem with the competition, but at least put something around the, the man to see what he has, right. you know. Like I say, I want a tight end. I want a couple offensive linemen. Go out and get me T. Higgins, and and I think we we could, and we could always trade back and get a guy like McCarthy or uh, the dude from what is it Tulane or Tulsa Pratt? Michael Pratt. Ooh, okay, yeah, Pat. That, that, okay, that guy. That guy <laughs> can ball, man. I'm gonna tell you what he. I, I watched him this year, and that guy is a heck of a quarterback. And then that way we can get more pieces and. And build because it's it's not going to be an overnight thing. And you know how we we can keep uh, build make our defense better. Uh huh. How's that? Keep them off the field. <laughs> For sure. Keep, keep them off. Keep For them sure. off the field. Had, had them uh, 15, 10, 15 play drives and run the ball. We got to get back to running the ball too, yep. man. Instead of these thirty-five, forty-time pass, and then uh, give me a tight end. And like I say, give me Higgins, and I think we'll be good to go, man. But there's no wrong wrong thing you can do. But I sure. like to see, I like to see how maybe get another chance, man, and and see what we can do. All right, man, you have a good one. Pat, appreciate the call as always, my man. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven is the number. He brought up one of my favorite quarterbacks in the class, who who doesn't really get a lot of burn. The kid Michael Pratt out of Tulane. You talk to folks in NFL circles; they're drooling over this kid in terms of accuracy ball placement, the ability to lead. Now he's, what, only like six foot one and a quarter? So he ain't the biggest cat in the world. But he did the damn thing at Tulane the past couple of years. Let's go to Greg in Upper Marlboro. What's going on, Greg? Hey, what's up, Lamar? How you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing? Uh, All right. In in Sam's uh, defense, I think he's every bit as good as Brock Purdy. I think that the difference between uh, Brock and what Sam went through is Shanahan. 
Yeah. Because when when you think when you think about RG 3s best years, who was coaching him then? Shanahan. And then what happened to RG three after he left Shanahan? You see what I'm saying? So to me, I mean, I, I think they put Sam in the worst case scenario. Now I'm not saying we shouldn't draft a quarterback. I, I would go for Drake. I, w- I don't think we should, you know, mortgage the whole house just to get Caleb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we have so many holes as far as you know, offensive line, linebackers, etc. So again, I'm thinking that the best case scenario would be to you know go for Drake. And then, like you said, I agree with you 100%. Have those guys compete for the starting position. But I think Sam is a sleeper. I really do. If you put a nice offensive line around him and the right uh, uh, structure, then I think the man could be successful. I think he's just as good as Kirk Cousins. You know, but, you know, he was, like you said, last year he was a rookie. He was. For, for all intents and purposes. And, and he got, again, I'm not hating on EB, but I think EB, you know, Man, he left him out to dry, Greg. Call it what it is, man. But I, I keep going back to I don't know why it went down that way. I think EB probably wanted Jacoby to start from the get-go. And maybe he, well, he should have. Well, to me, he should have then. Exactly. I mean, if that's what he wanted, he should have started Jacoby. Well, we all know the way that relationship went with him and Ron. So that's all. And so, Look, if they ever do a 30 for 30 on the 2023 Commanders, I, I damn sure need to have EB's part in it. Uh, Greg, I appreciate the call. I hope they always. don't, though. <laughs> they make for good television, man. Because you think about that training camp moment between Terry, EB, and Benjamin St. Juice, it was fireworks. I don't need to relive that season, man. Well, I, I, I hear you. Let's go to Mike in Wheaton. What's going on, Mike? Hey, man. Um, you gave him a B-. minus, And I think that says it all. If, if you think that is his potential. No, hold on, Mike. No Mike, big... Mike. I gave him that grade right. for last year. That's not his potential. Come on, Mike. Go all ahead. right. Go ahead. Then, then, then maybe I misunderstood. If you think he can do better than the B minus, yes, then, then, then yeah, I I say allow him to compete. But if you're spending all that draft capital, mm-hmm. development time matters. And even if your guy that you take at number two is just really making a mess in the bed, <laughs> you've got to give him time to get through that. I heard other people talk about Alex Smith mentoring Patrick Mahomes. Those two quarterbacks are so incredibly different. Mahomes was saying what he needed to say because, you know, this sport's a profession too. And you need to say what you need to say at certain times. But Alex Smith didn't teach Mahomes anything. Oh, Mahomes Mike, is, Mike, are you kidding? Come on, man. Listen, up, you, on. Think, you, think Mahomes, Mahomes, you think Mahomes is just saying it for, for S's and giggles? <laughs> he's saying it because he's in a press conference. He is a... Once in a, he is a once in a generation, or maybe once in every three generations talent. But his footwork People was are talking awful. About him being, his footwork being was the awful coming out of ever. Texas Tech. His footwork was awful coming out of Texas Tech. He couldn't. Play, it wasn't all over tape. Him playing within structure. The, <laughs> the 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 Pat Mahomes to Caleb Williams thing. It's probably the most spot on comparison we've had in the NFL draft in a while. And people just aren't willing yeah. to compare someone to Pat because of what Pat turned into. Just looking at them as pure raw prospects. Coming out of college, it's a lot of similarities, man. And I think that's right. I think that's 100% right. He changed the game. When you talk about footwork, he changed the game. You you don't talk about Patrick Mahomes and footwork. You talk about Patrick Mahomes changing the game, and that's what the new new quarterbacks are going to be like. So, so yeah, if you think Caleb Williams is that, go get that. But I'd say Drake May might be a um, Peyton Manning, and you don't sleep on a Peyton Manning. I think there's 22 touchdowns to nine interceptions. 22 touchdowns and nine interceptions and looking horrible against UVA. Doesn't scream Peyton Manning, Mike. Everybody has a bad game. I hear you. I'm, you just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going back and forth with you, buddy. I appreciate the call as always, my brother. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Let's get to David in Fairfax when we get to David Harrison on the other side of the break. What's going on, David? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I, I completely agree with you that this quarterback thing can go in so many different directions, and your last few callers have some really good points. Um, but as far as competition and this does how deserve a shot, anyone who's reluctant to welcome uh, competition, I, I think that a lot of times makes people better. Um, I don't, you know, Sam Howell is no Aaron Rodgers, but I go back to when. Love was drafted, and I seem to recall Rodgers got his panties in a bunch about what are you doing here. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, are you kidding me? You're worried about this guy, which, you know, he's a he's a talent, but you got to be confident in what you have. Right. And so 
to howl into a future is like, I, I just feel like that just makes everybody better. And I have the utmost confidence. I'd love to think that these new, that the new staff, the new regime, uh, they're going to find, they're going to make the right decision. And, and they're going to make the right decision when it comes to who deserves to be starting. Um, if the if the new guy's just not ready, then then make that call. But yeah, give him, give everybody every chance because they're going to push each other. I think, and nobody should be afraid of competition. For sure. I mean, just, just bring it on. For and, sure. And wh- whoever has it, they're going to they're going to rise. For so. sure, David. I appreciate the call. Let's go to Veek. DC, what's going on? Hey, buddy. How you doing today? I'm good. How you doing? All right. Hey, uh, yeah, I definitely think there should be competition, but I think uh, the focus is way too much on the quarterback. Uh, I don't give a crap if it's Howell or if we pick number two. We definitely should pick a quarterback. But then I think we have nine picks in the draft. I think the other eight should go all for linemen, offensive and defensive. Uh, Now, you probably don't – you're probably too young to remember, Mm -hmm. but I grew up up in the 80s when the the Skins went to four Super Bowls, one three, and the – they did it because of their lines. So I think we need to focus on getting good linemen in here. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is that we cannot protect them. All right, so my thing is get the, get the quarterback you think you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Let them compete with Howe. But then the other eight, get all linemen, offensive and defensive. Let them compete so that we can start protecting the quarterback. Vic, I can get on board with that, my man. I appreciate the call. I, I'm not – and I think Vic makes a good point. It does kind of feel like – we're omitting the offensive line portion of this discussion as well, man. But we got a couple of more months to sift through all of this and figure out who actually is going to be the starting quarterback here in Washington. Final hour of power coming up next on the other side of this break. David Harrison, the host of the Locked On Commanders podcast and the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast, is set to join us. We'll get his thoughts on the question of the afternoon. Should Sam Howell be afforded the ability to compete for the starting quarterback job here in Washington? That's next on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.